0: Welcome to Hope in the Margins, a podcast of Hope Community Church that is seeking to help you connect the hope of Jesus with your everyday life in the margins. Well, listening family, we're so excited that you're getting to hear uh, the second part of our episode one that we did with Jeremy Peeler and Skip Allen, the lead pastors of Hope Community Church. We are celebrating in March five years of Hope Community Church, and so we're so excited to listen to this second part of them share the story, the birth story of Hope Community Church where we get to celebrate these stories of transformation that we were but now. And so as we're in this series on Sunday mornings, I was but now, we continue in that way and celebrating in this podcast, in these episodes of what the Lord has done through Hope Community Church and what He is going to continue to do. We hope you enjoy it.
1: um when i got off the phone with him i called my chairman of the deacons immediately and said i just had this conversation with um hmm. the pastor from element church i want you to be praying about that and george said well that's interesting <laughs> you know george him <laughs> scratching he his said, head he said that's interesting and uh, so i sat through a meeting for 3 hours just could not wait to you know, get out and go meet those guys. And three o'clock, we met at the campus over here. And the first thing that Jeff Marburg, Jeff was the first one I met, and the first one that he, when he got out of the car, he looked at the parking lot and he said, "Man, just look at this." Mm. And instead of for me, it was uh, another solidification of God speaking because I, I'm, you know, um, he didn't look at the building, he didn't look at the facilities, he looked at what who who we could reach and what we could do. Mm. And I just thought, "Oh man, they're in this." Mm. So it's a good, good, it was a good day.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. So maybe we need to shift the conversation a little bit of what happens after that, because you say that's a good day. I'm sure there were some not so good days. Uh, We don't have to get into all the details, but kind of what were those initial processes like, even like talking to people at Element Shelby or telling people at Second Baptist like, I don't know, and worst case scenario, we cut all this. (laughs)
2: Well, I mean, there were definitely some hard days. There were some uh, awkward conversations and intense moments. You know, people get very territorial when you begin talking about uh, church mergers and, you know, the sacred cow that can be facilities so many times. I mean, people who weren't even a part of Second Baptist were making phone calls and threats. And, you know, we got people who were going to try to have Jeremy arrested and and attorneys who were called and, and threatening to sue over. I mean, it got crazy in a lot of different situations. Um, but Jeremy uh, was really, he was a rock through it all um, and kept going back to kind of that same phrase. You know, God's already spoken. God's already said this, done this, um, and it's up to us. Are we going to move into the promised land and listen to what he said, or are we going to allow... Fear and, and all these other distractions to keep us from from what mm-hmm. God has called us to do. Um, even in the merger, I mean, in, in the in the voting process, I, I can remember the day of the vote because I mean, it, element we were we were for it. Like you know, we're at the YMCA, kind of homeless really, um, and you know, we thought this is this is great. It's an opportunity to reach more people, and and we're we're all for it now there was a very, very, very select few people who didn't want to move into a more traditional facility. Um, mm-hmm. Some who, just to be honest, didn't want to move to this side of town. Um, if you've been in and around Shelby, it's not the greatest neighborhood that we're in. And some people um, didn't want to come here. And, you know, that's between them and God. But but by and large, everyone was, was on board and mm-hmm. felt like this is what God was calling us to do. Uh, but Second Baptist, they had really the hard work of the votes and the, the constitutional requirements that were put in place. And uh, the day of the vote, I was actually at Disney World with my family, and I'll never forget, i just sat down taking one bite of a cheeseburger, and my phone starts ringing, and it's Jeremy Peeler. And I think, I'm at the happiest place on earth, and I'm about to have <laughs> the, the greatest call of my life, and this is, and it. This is uh-huh. it. And yes. Jeremy tells me it didn't pass. And I remember just getting up from the table, walking out of the house, and just began walking down the road, pacing up and down, talking with Jeremy, just mind blown that, God, what are you doing? Like, this was, it was clear, like, this is where we're going. This is what's happening. And now it's not. Um, and again, Jeremy, his leadership, and and the folks of Second Baptist who who were really a part of Second Baptist and right. said, we're not going to allow... These people were really not a part of the church to come in, Mm. make a vote, and then right off into the sunset that is really not the heart of God. And so the people who were actually a part of Second Baptist, who were really the church, who were here, who were giving, were serving, and a part of this body um, said no. And they called another meeting that night, rescinded the vote, and um, had another vote set up to say, no, this is where God's leading us, and we're not going to be... you kind of bullied into not being obedient to what God has called us to do.
1: I'll I never forget, uh, after, after all the votes and things like that, uh, your daddy actually, um, Caleb, we were doing the construction out on the um, stage. And uh, destruction, construction, all that had to happen. <laughs> yeah. But uh, he was in the baptistry. Behind the glass, and he said, "Is this where you announced and told them that you were going <laughs> to?" <laughs> like it was bulletproof or something. And I said, "Nah, necessarily." Um, but I mean, it's like anything, um, in my opinion. With when when it comes to when God said something, it's scary and yet exciting. It's um, man, there's going to be some opposition, but wow, there's some uh, there's some return. Right on, on what we're going to have to go through here. So for us, uh, when I say us, I mean the folks at Second Baptist, um, because they're really the ones, they're really mm-hmm. the ones that voted. They're the really ones who had to sacrifice, you know, right. 1908, 1908. Mm. Um, you know, Sunday school here from the time they were wee little, Easter's services here, um, you know, lifetime of giving, to this place to see this place go from what it was I mean this was the pinnacle of you know churches here in Shelby for quite some time you know I think they you know 500 and some odd people in Sunday school at one point you know back in the I guess the 80s and uh, early 90s and you know but um, to let go of the hopes of what it was going to be th- those are the I, I guess the ones who really had to do the hard work and 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 the real the tough work and you know, I've always just um, been amazed when I look back and see those guys um, and what they went through. But, yeah, it was tough. I mean, there's a lot of meetings, yeah. a lot of um, hard discussions. The The first meeting I had with them, uh, with, with the folks at Second Baptist, after I presented it on, on that Sunday morning, um, that Sunday night, I said, look, we're going to – I expect passionate debate. I expect tempers to flare. And I said, I expect us to, you know, have some have some – Heated conversations. I said, "But we will not do it out of love." I said, "We will speak to one another in love." And I said, "And if there's any occasion where there's not love, I'll ask you to to leave or to repent of that." And um, you know, from that moment on, it seemed to be um, uh, a, a lot of love in the room. And at the end of the day, it was. Can we? I had two older couples come to me, and they said, "Jeremy, can we reach more people for Christ if we do this?" Mm. And I said, I believe so. And they said, well, then I'm all for it. Hmm. Amen, right? Amen. And uh, I think that God's done that so far, uh, but we're just at the tip of the iceberg with that. That's what's encouraging
0: for me is like seeing the faithfulness of the families and people that stuck through it all. I mean, this second church that I've been a part of, both of them were church mergers. Um, And so you guys might not have even known that, but it was a very similar story. No, um, but so it's just cool for me, getting to meet families from both scenarios, and just God's faithfulness in that, and drawing things together in a spirit of unity, and and I think we've seen the return. I I, I believe there's more, obviously, more to come. But um, give us a little bit of, like timeline-wise, um, when did Hope Community Church become a, a thing?
2: Officially on March sixth of 2016. So we're coming up on our five-year anniversary. Five years. And it was um, – so the initial conversation started in October. Um, there were, you know, meetings in October, November, votes in the end of November, beginning of December, and then January we, we, you know, started trying to put all the pieces together, forming new constitutions that had to be voted on and and figuring out the just the legal aspect of – you know, Second Baptist Church and Hope Community Church, and how does that all function um, on paper with the government? And so all that stuff had to happen, and we we wanted to transform this campus. Um, and so it was every Saturday we were meeting and working and trying to get everything ready um, for March 6th, and there were so many Saturdays where I was just doubting Thomas, this is not going to happen, there's <laughs> no way um, that we are going to meet and have worship services on that first Sunday And it was one of those things like we didn't know who's going to show up. Is anybody going to show up? Is everybody from Element going to be mad and not come? Is everybody from Second Baptist going to be mad and not come? And so we had this kind of contingency plan that we were going to start with one service, but we had it ready to make a game time decision of if this place is packed, we're going to two services next Sunday. And the first Sunday was packed. Um, Literally, we had three or four pews that broke because they were so full, like literally in the middle of the sermon, you just heard, it sounded like gunshots. It was so loud, but pow, and these pews were collapsing, and people just, boom, falling to the ground, because it was so full. (laughs) George Lynn, who was the chairman of the deacons at Second Baptist, ran into the back, found a chop saw somewhere, (laughs) and was literally (laughs) cutting two-by-fours to go in and to support these pews so that they wouldn't break, and... We knew right then, okay, God's moving, we, we, we're we going to two services next Sunday, we'll figure it out, we'll make sure the pews don't collapse on everybody next week, but um, it was busting at the seams from day one.
1: Oh, that's awesome. And, and, so, and you know, in, there's there's a lot of in-betweens, there's a lot of work, there's there's a lot of work that has to be done, um, you know, between votes and then having a service. in um, a thousand different things, there, there's just a lot of work to be done, but um you know, it's, 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 you got to do the work, mm-hmm. you, you know, it's, it's got to be done. And, um, there's, there's reward on the other side of that. Um, and I think, um, you know, we, we voted, I think it was in November, right? Yeah. The vote, um, 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 didn't pass the first time. And it was, again, when it didn't pass the first time, it was I uh, hated, you know, it's, it's not done. I mean, God didn't not say that. So let's continue to press on to what he, you know, to what he right. said. It's just going to be in a different way, um, but um, you know, there was a whole lot of things that had to be done. Now, the, the <clears throat> biggest thing was figuring out what's Hope Community Church going to look like after we did vote. Right? What's that going to What's yeah. that going to look like? Um, you know, the biggest concern for as far as Second Baptist goes, their biggest concern. What's that mean to you? What's going to happen to you? You know, they were so concerned about me. Mm. Bless their heart. I mean, and. You know, does that mean we don't get to hear you preach anymore? Does that mean we don't get to see you anymore? You know, and I mean, we had built relationships for two right. years. We'd been together, mm-hmm. you know, and um, and, and you know, we had already answered, "What's that mean to hymnals?" You know, <laughs> <laughs> what's that mean? And we had it, we had it planned, you know. Hey, we're gonna we're gonna start with one service, and that was something that I really said, "Look, we just we need to do one service, um, for a while, to see if you, you know, see if this is something because I don't want to start with two churches." You know, I'd right. seen that before in other things. Um, so let's just do one, and then we'll, we'll reevaluate that after a while. A, long, I mean, a lot of time passed, but I remember after months of being together at Hope, you know, those guys, were, uh, you know, I met with them on a Wednesday night. I was like, what do y'all think? And they said, nobody will come, you know, to, to the other service, to an alternative. They, they enjoyed and loved Hope um, services so much. But, um, you know, it's figuring out what's that going to look like, what's going to happen with me, um, uh, what's going to happen, you know, um, um, with with a lot of things, that took a lot of work. You had to, had to figure yeah. that out, yeah. and that's you know to encourage someone who's you know. They they see that, you know that man. That's a lot. It is a lot of work, but it's there's a lot of reward. There is tons of seeing God's grace and mercy and faithfulness along the way. That it's worth it. It's mm. worth every second of it. Yeah, it's good.
0: So speak to it a little bit. Like you're talking about how Hope Community Church came to be, so like the mission, helping people far from God find hope in God, and kind of the vision of, give hope, create community, be the church. Like where did that come from? How did that happen? In um, those initial, maybe that wasn't even part of the initial, but that was on a
1: napkin
2: at Me Publica. <laughs> <Yeah.
1: laughs>
0: I had written it on the whiteboard. We had gone through so many,
2: you know, names and right. trying to, I mean, pray through it and and want it to be. God ordained, and we kept pushing back against this. We don't want to just name it something that's catchy and current, and just like kind of names that seem to be mm-hmm. in a fad of church planting. And um, one day, we just settled in on what do we we want to give hope, and we want to create community, we want to be the church, and mm-hmm. that was that was a part of really both of our hearts. That was a part of Second Baptist. That was a part of of, of element. And, um, you know, we met one day at, at, uh, me and literally I wrote it on a napkin and kind of slid it across the table and Jeremy was like, yeah, I like it. Let's go. And, um,
1: let me speak that a little bit because, um, especially for someone who's, you know, considering that the, the, the amount of trust I trusted. Mm. I trusted. You know, I trusted Skip and Jeff from the time I met them, from the first conversation, and that God had put them in my path. So trust what they're doing. Trust the work that they're doing. There was a lot of the, those conversations. I, I wasn't privy to those conversations. I didn't. You know, I was. You know, hey, what do you think? You know, um, and to you know, I guess, and even for Second Baptist, we didn't you know know a lot of that, but we were like, hey, what do you you know, what do you think? And humble enough, I guess, mm. on their part and our parts to be able to say. And I trust these guys yeah and I trust these guys and um, uh, that's why I was hey yeah, you know, sounds good to me uh, you know guys um, you know God's put us in, uh, in, in the same boat. there's no, no no need to kind of rock that and and you know, over names and stuff so um, but it's just a trusting I think that, that that's an element that has to happen and a humility yeah. mm-hmm. that has to happen yeah. for that to be able to to, to happen. yeah that's good.
0: I think for me that's been the big thing, just thinking about this story. is the humility of both sides and God's faithfulness. So, Caleb, do you want to share anything as far as, like, your perspective in that initial Um, Sundays and stuff like that?
3: Well, while you guys were talking, I was actually thinking about the uh, story Angela Lynn told us at staff meeting this week Mm. about how – was it the first Sunday or maybe, like, if we want to call it the trial Sunday? And how – a gentleman who's part of Second Baptist leaves during the music. You know, ouch. Like, that's, that's my part, you know. <laughs> I must have sounded really bad. Um, you got a lot better. <laughs> praise God. Uh, but, uh, you know, and, I, and, uh, and then to hear him tell her after our Christmas service, which is possibly our largest production ever, which is the reason he would have walked out the first time. Was so that the production was not traditional church, but the fact that we did our largest production ever, possibly this past Christmas, 2020, and him to compliment and say how blessed he was, and like to know that he's still been coming for the past five years. Yeah. You know, I think that's a, that's just a a testament. You know. Yeah, for sure.
2: Yeah, and and the humility of the people. Like, yes, it had to be a part of the leadership of the people mm-hmm. as well. Like, you had multiple people. A part of Second Baptist who were ninety plus years old, like mm. this is all they've known for a century, um, and they were willing to to vote in favor of it to reach the next generation. Right. Um, another story along those same lines. When the first Sunday um, there was a a lady, Mamie Lou Allen, who was what ninety five at the time.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Mm. Um, she walked out, and her grandson was here, and asked her, you know, Hey, Grandma, how'd you like it? And she said, I didn't but she was still a part of it, and she was still for it, meaning she didn't like it stylistically. It, it wasn't her style, um, but she was willing to, in humility, say, I'm willing to, to yeah. give this over for the next generation. I guess what? Her grandson and great-grandson are still a part of what God's doing here, and mm. um, so it, it takes it on all parts um, for yeah. it to happen.
0: That's super cool. Just to, even as we're as we release this, like, We're going to be in a new series called I Was But Now, and just thinking through the story of transformation and the story of transformation of Hope Community Church as well. And so super grateful that y'all came to share with us and share with our people. Appreciate it. And uh, we're grateful for God's faithfulness and the humility of men and women and children that are a part of Hope Community Church and our listening family.